I hope you're all enjoying the audiobook experience. I enjoy audiobooks. But for the writer, recording it, yeah, that was torture. I realized I had trouble pronouncing very basic words. And it's not that I don't know them. It's that it's extremely intimidating with a huge microphone in your face. When you actually put your will into your voice, it has all of the power of magic behind it. Welcome to This is the Author, where authors talk about narrating their audiobooks. In this episode, meet sex advice columnist Dan Savage, designer and artist Adam Kurtz, and owner of Gallows Hill Witchery, Sandra Mariah Wright. From questions of sex and love to personal transformation and the joys of discovering the magical energy around you, these authors share a world of insights with listeners. Plus, hear what it was like for each of them to record their audiobook. Enjoy. Hi, my name is Dan Savage. I am the author of Savage Love A to Z. I wrote my book because, well, if I'm going to be perfectly honest, Joe Newton, the illustrator, graphic artist who's been illustrating Savage Love, the column, for 20 years, asked me to work on a book with him using his art and my column. And I realized when he asked that the 30th anniversary of the debut of Savage Love was coming up. And it just seemed like a great idea to take some of the big ideas and themes and concepts and neologisms and points I've been making in Savage Love again and again and again, and to put them all in one place, in one book, to celebrate the 30th anniversary of the column, and also to showcase Joe Newton's really wonderful and witty and charming and human, even though he never draws humans or rarely draws humans, illustrations. And also my readers. Everything that's in the book, everything that comes out of my mouth or out of my fingers and my column is really prompted by a question, a thought, an anecdote by a reader, by a reader who's making themselves vulnerable, by a reader who's sharing, by a reader who's seeking counsel or advice. And so I like to think that the book is a collaboration between three, me, the writer, Joe Newton, the amazing illustrator, and all of my readers who've shared letters with me over the years. You wrote this book, too. If someone forced me, put a gun to the back of my head, and forced me to describe what it's like to record your audiobook in one word, this audiobook, any audiobook, this is my first time at the rodeo, that word would be mortifying. Always, every writer says this, it's true for all of us, as you read the book aloud, as you record the audiobook, you see things you want to change or you want to revise, and you can't. It's locked in. It's too late. Most writers rarely return to reread their own books because of that, because you can't keep editing, tweaking, writing, revising. And until audiobooks came along, once you finished a book, once you closed a book, you didn't have to read it ever again. And now, because of audiobooks, we get this couple of days or a week where we're tortured and our words are put in front of us and we have to read them out loud when it's too late to do anything about them. I hope you're all enjoying the audiobook experience. I enjoy audiobooks. But for the writer of that audiobook that you're listening to, recording it, yeah, that was torture. I realized I had trouble pronouncing because I'd literally never had to say it out loud. I'd read the word a million times, well, not a million times, many dozens, hundreds of times, and had it in my column before, plephismograph, penile plephismograph. It's a tube that a penis is inserted into, 
And if someone becomes aroused, if their penis begins to grow, it displaces a little bit of the air in that tube, and you can measure arousal patterns. Penile plephysmograph. Not a word you have much cause to say out loud, not something you'd ever discuss over dinner or mention at Thanksgiving to your mom. So literally the first time I ever had to say that word out loud was into a microphone, and I screwed it up. Plephysmograph. When I think about the audio version of the book, I'm proud that I was able to finally get plephysmograph out of my mouth correctly, and I'm really excited for that word to come into wider usage and to maybe one day see it in the New York Times crossword puzzle. If I wasn't going to record my own audiobook, I'm not sure who I would cast in particular, but I've always been a big fan of those gay guys with the really gay voices. I like the gay voice. There are a lot of gay guys out there who don't like the gay voice or feel subconscious about having a gay voice. And I think gay voices are sexy. I think they're hot. So if I was going to be forced to listen to my own audiobook, I'd want it to be read by someone who had a sexy voice. And for me, what I think is sexy voices, one of those gay dudes who sounds like a gay dude. That is a sexy voice. I would listen to that at book length. And it's the only way you could get me to listen to my own book. The last audiobook I listened to was Mike Nichols' A Life, Mark Harris's really interesting autobiography about Mike Nichols, who was an actor and a director and a star on Broadway, directed films everyone knows and loves, like The Graduate. It's an amazing book, and it really captures what it was like to work in theater and in film in mid-20th century and late-20th century America. It's really a tour through an era. Yeah, I couldn't recommend it enough. Mark Harris is an amazing writer. I like to wander around, and sometimes I listen to podcasts, and sometimes I listen to audiobooks. So if I'm listening to an audiobook, I'm probably out with a baseball hat on pulled down over my eyes and a hoodie, because I live in Seattle and we all wear hoodies all the time because of the drizzle, a hoodie pulled up over it and my earphones in, looking at the ground, walking along, listening to a podcast or listening to an audiobook. That's me. And now, listen to a clip from my audiobook. Remember how hot the sex used to be? When you first met your boyfriend or girlfriend, when you first met your partner or spouse, the sex was great. And you didn't have to think about it, much less work at it. The sex was so great you couldn't keep your hands off each other and your tongues out of each other. You found someone no more masturbating alone in your apartment. You remember. But things have changed. Oh, you're still in love. You feel closer than ever to your partner. But you're writing to me because the sex has become boring. Hi, this is Adam J. Kurtz, also known as Adam J.K., the author of Things Are What You Make of Them, Life Advice for Creatives. I wrote my book kind of by accident, month by month as a weekly column for a blog. A couple years later, I realized I had written an entire book, and I was like, hey, Penguin, you guys want this? And they were like, okay, why is it handwritten? And I said, just go with me. If I had to describe what it was like to record my audiobook in one word, that word would be confusing. I never really thought about it as an audiobook when I created it. It was barely a book at first, but... The experience of coming back to these words four years later was really rewarding, and I loved doing the bonus commentary. I realized I had trouble pronouncing 
very basic words. And it's not that I don't know them. It's that it's extremely intimidating with a huge microphone in your face. I'm proud that I was able to record this audiobook. I had been thinking about it for a few years, and actually, I tried to get my audio rights back and do it myself. So this was better. And I'm excited that listeners will be able to come back to bits of advice or reminders time and time again, because we know this stuff, but sometimes it's harder to ignore if you're hearing it over and over in your headphones. If I wasn't going to record my audiobook, I would cast nobody, because this book is so me, it just doesn't make sense from anyone else. The last audiobook that I listened to that I loved was, of course, Mariah Carey's audiobook, and I love that she breaks into song every few minutes. I wish I could have done that with this one. And now, listen to a clip from my audiobook. Life is constantly reminding us about what we don't have, but what about all that we do have? What makes you special? What do you have to offer the world around you? What do you enjoy? Find the things that you do love about yourself. They're enough. Acknowledge the sad. Hiding your darkest feelings from strangers is probably smart. Hiding them from yourself is not. Recognize what is hurting you. Take steps to address it. This might mean talking to somebody who understands. This might mean taking real time to process. I'm Sandra Mariah Wright, and I am the co-author of Lighting the Wick, an intuitive guide to the ancient art and modern magic of candles. In the wake of writing Reading the Leaves, people that were super supportive and were so quick to read the book and get back to us with feedback, everybody's next question was, what are you guys going to write next? And we sat and thought about it. And we came up with a bunch of different possibilities. But I think the reason that we went with candle magic is because it really was something that we had come to rely on so strongly during the pandemic. It was one of the only things that made us feel better. And we knew it was making other people feel better, too. It was a way that we could show people that we were all in the fight together, that we were all connected. And it was one of the ways that we could be with people when you couldn't go to someone's bedside. You couldn't go to the hospital with them, but you could light a candle for them and you could show them that you had during a very scary time. It was one of the only things that made us feel better. If I had to describe what it was like to record my audiobook in one word, that word would probably be honor because I felt like it was an honor to be able to read the book out loud where everyone that I was hoping would be impacted by the book could hear it in my own words so that I could put the emphasis where I was feeling it and that I could express everything in the sound of my voice that I really wanted to express. And I was hoping that I would do it justice for all the heart and soul that Leanne and I put into it. I realized that I probably should have checked with Leanne on a lot of the Italian pronunciations before I got into the studio. 
One of the things that I think is so vital when it comes to books about magic and books where you're actually teaching someone spells is for the listener to hear it in what we call the great voice. It's the ritual voice. And it's when you actually put your will into your voice. When others hear it, they can tell that it's not just a recitation of what's on the page. It is the feeling. It has all of the power of magic behind it. When I think about dream narrators, it's very difficult to settle on just one person's voice. I can think of two right off the bat. One would be Benedict Cumberbatch because I think his voice is absolutely amazing. And I could imagine him speaking with the great voice, the actual voice that's used in ritual. And the other that I think would be amazing would be Dame Judi Dench. The last audiobook that I listened to is probably my all-time favorite book, American Gods by Neil Gaiman. That was incredible because it was so great to have different voices doing the dialogue. Most of the time when I'm listening to audiobooks, I'm driving. It definitely helps pass the time in the car. And now, listen to a clip from my audiobook, Lighting the Wick, an intuitive guide to the ancient art and modern magic of candles. The modest act of lighting a candle with intention is magic. Candles harness the power of fire and the fire within a person. Fire is a difficult element to control, both magically and mundanely. Fire can giveth, and fire can taketh away like nobody's business, and it bears to mention that it must be shown great respect. A flame that has been empowered using the techniques in this chapter can transform a situation, or even a person, illuminating difficult and dark situations so we can better manage our life path. This is the Author is a production of Penguin Random House Audio. Thank you for listening. For more behind-the-mic content and audiobook recommendations, visit www.penguinrandomhouseaudio.com slash next listen.